Hello, my name is Samuel George London and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. On today's episode, I speak to freelance illustrator, indie comic creator and positive personality, Sammy Ward, about what comics she would take into a super intelligent ape outbreak apocalypse. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, the Comic Scene Comic Club. Available from just £5 a month, you can get monthly issues of The History of Comics 1930-2030, to monthly issues of the brand new Shift comic anthology and two comic scene specials per year. To find out more and subscribe to the comic club, visit comicscene.org. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, Sammy Ward. How's it going? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We were just discussing before before we uh, came on air that it's been a fairly busy day. Yeah. Um, I mean, work-wise, but it's also been a bit of a busy day for you as well, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been exciting because I received my books uh, for Secret Rights. Um, they were printed from Comic Printing UK, um, who always do a really good job. Um, yeah, they look brilliant. I'm really happy with them. Really proud of this one, actually. And I'm excited to get them out to all my Kickstarter backers. Um, yeah. Totally. It's, it's a very exciting day when receive that box yeah it's exciting and intimidating because like everybody around the world um but uh no it, it must be a proud day yeah it is it is exciting um yeah just kind of got boxes everywhere but my partner who also did a kickstarter recently his haven't come yet but when they do, the house is, there's not going to be a lot of room left. <laughs> um, not, um, his, his most recent Kickstarter, the Shield Maiden. Yeah, Sagas of Shield Maiden, yeah. So that, that's going to be quite a big, big uh, order. <laughs> yeah, and it's also a bigger book. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just definitely going to take up some space. But it's exciting. It's all very exciting. Um, yeah. It would be packing a lot of them up over the weekend which yeah is exciting but also like you said intimidating a little bit (laughs) (laughs) fantastic Uh, now uh, for anybody that hasn't come across your work just yet uh, what do you do in the world of comics uh i am an illustrator and um i've created comics i've created scavengers which is a silent uh fantasy adventure comic inspired by norse mythology um I've done issues one and two of um, Scavengers. Um, I've also worked on comics with my partner as well. Um, so campfire stories. And uh, I do have um, a story that I've uh, illustrated in the sagas of a shield maiden. Um, and then my most recent endeavor is Secret Rights, which um, was successfully funded on Kickstarter this year. Um, and that's going to be going out to the world very soon. Um, so yeah that's all going on yeah <laughs> superb and where, where can people find you online um i am sammy ward draws on twitter and instagram um so yeah you can you can find me on the social social multiverse there and i think your website is that as well uh yes sammywarddraws.com is my website perfect and of course those links are in the show notes folks 
So go check out Sammy's work whilst we're chatting. Uh, now, all of that aside, unfortunately, I do have some bad news for you. Um, now, we don't know if this is COVID-related or anything, but unfortunately, there's been a super intelligent ape takeover. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's kicking off it's in Birmingham. In Birmingham? Um, yeah, in Birmingham. <laughs> so, so dead centre in the country. Right. It's going to peter out fairly quickly. Um, uh, across the country so you've got a little bit of time I think but my first question for you is what is your action plan for surviving? Well I mean normally for these sort of things I'd I'd like to think in this sort of moment of panic I'd be my kung fu skills would kick in and I'd be all action um <laughs> But actually, thinking about it, I mean, these are super intelligent apes. I mean, they must be pretty cool. And maybe actually what I really should do is just put the kettle on and just let's get the tea going and let's have a chat. Because maybe we can actually talk this out. Maybe we can be friends. (laughs) That's that's my action plan. <laughs> awesome. Um, like, uh, ki- kill the, the craziness with kindness, I guess. Yeah. Um, I like, hope that they kind of like, see see that you're you're, you're harmless and you know, yeah. Bad, right? <laughs> We're not all bad here, and we can we can hopefully get on um, if they're intelligent enough, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's my plan. Just get get the tea out and the and the cake, and we can just all sit down and uh, be friends and have a chat. <laughs> um, so well, it's I, a, not I, a, I not action packed, but yeah. you know, <laughs> it's a plan. It's, it's absolutely a plan. Um, <laughs> I, I have this vision in my head right now of um, kind of the, the the eight guards kind of coming down the street. Uh, on their horses with their shotguns and, <laughs> and, yeah. and rifles rather than shotguns, sorry. And um, knock it, knocking on your door, um, you opening the door and saying, come on in, sit down on the sofa, I'll put the kettle on. Uh, yeah. And I think this will blindside them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, just so, yeah, yeah, I reckon they, they just wander in, take a seat <laughs> on the sofa, you put the kettle on. You bring in some cups of tea, um, <laughs> out as much sugar and milk that they want, right? Yeah. And then um, to to kind of try and ease the tension there, um, you you start talking about comics because yes, <laughs> um, and they they get curious. And the first question they ask you is, "What's the first comic you remember enjoying?" Um, this is like sort of my comic origin story in a way um I got into comics quite a lot later um I think I was maybe 15 um I might have been a bit older but um I I was born and I grew up in Nottingham and um we would go into the city with with my friends and walk past this shop quite a lot but I was always too intimidated to go in um and it was it was page 45 uh comic book shop um my friend who is always a lot more confident than me actually like we 
managed to get in and um, she sort of had more courage to go in than I did because I just I don't know what it was I just felt a little intimidated to go in there I don't really know why Um, but I went in there and actually I saw that there's not just your Marvel and your DC comics Um, I saw an issue of uh, Kabuki by David Mack Um, I didn't even know who David Mack was at that point um but I saw this comic and I was looking at it and I was like wow this is really sort of different and not what I'd expect uh, Mm. a comic book to be like um because he uses so much mixed media um in creating that story and it's so beautiful it's such a beautiful book um and yeah that really sort of enlightened me a little bit in the sort of comic book world that it's not just superheroes I suppose Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I think like his, uh, his sort of illustration, the way he put that comic together, um, just really captured, um, my intrigue and, uh, imagination, um, just. Because it is, it's an absolutely beautiful book, it said. Yeah. Um, and obviously it, it stood out on the comic shelf. Mm. Uh, but for anybody that hasn't come across, um, Kabuki, um, what, what's it about? Sure. Uh, so Kabuki is uh, it's a code name for an assassin, and she's um, going through sort of identity issues. Um, she's from quite a sort of abusive background. Um, she never knew her who like her mother, and um, it's sort of this sort of neo uh, futuristic um, Japan and there's this corporation that she's working for and it, it has very sort of the, the morals of this corporation is very ambiguous um, basically. So she's having sort of troubles figuring out who she is and, and this corporation that she's working for and family ties. And um, there's a lot going on <laughs> <laughs> in Kabuki. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a really good book. It's really, really good. Um, it was something that at the time I looked at, I was really intrigued. I picked up and I never actually continued to read it until quite a few years later. And then I actually, uh, continued reading more of it. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that, that was just my first sort of step into, uh, seeing how like different comic books are and, um, and yeah, that comics are sort of for everyone, and it's not just superheroes. Definitely, that's fantastic. And so, from that point onward, um, actually, before that, mm. were you drawing before, or was it was that kind of a bit of an inspiration to get into drawing? Um, I probably was before, but not to a certain ex- not to a crazy extent. I got into drawing sort of actual comics so much later in life because I was just that sort of person that didn't really know what I wanted to do um so it wasn't until university where I was really thinking oh this is something that I like to do um in terms of making comics um but yeah Kabuki was definitely something that was like an inspiration and then it just went from there um, yeah that and so um obviously you were kind of aware of comics mm. but where did the 
inspiration and courage come to create your, your own comics? Um, a lot of it was probably my partner. So Ace has always, um, he's grown up loving comics and being a fan of comics. And um, he introduced me to a lot of other things. Um, they're both, both superhero comics and uh, just more indie non-superhero comics as well. And um, yeah, I think like his sort of passion for it it just passed on to me really <laughs> um and yeah it just that's what sort of gave me the courage to actually then go ahead and finally create something which was scavengers um so yeah it it does take up a lot of courage to <laughs> go ahead and do that um but yeah it was just something that was like I'm actually finally going to do this um yeah and jump off the diving board straight into it yeah yeah <laughs> fantastic uh, now uh, going back to our uh, sofa chats and <laughs> with our eight friends um they they move on to ask what's the funniest comic that you've read uh the funniest um so this was tricky because i had to really think what sort of what comics made me laugh out loud and I can't think of anything recent. I'm sure there have been. Um, but School Kickers came up in the conversation recently and it just clicked and I was like, School Kickers, that made me laugh out loud, loud definitely. Um, mm. Because it's so... I mean, it's it's such a silly adventure action, um, adventure comic. But um, it's... I think it's just it's physically funny as well as how it's written like it has its jokes and but it's also there's just physical comedy in there that just makes you giggle um and I think I'm I'm just a sucker for that sort of easy silly action even when it's like films and tv um something that you can just kind of switch your brain off a little bit and just go for the ride um I think School Kickers definitely did that. Um, uh, School Kickers is about, uh, it's a fantasy uh, action adventure about two um, mercenaries. One's like your big, bold muscle boy <laughs> and mm -hmm. one's a small uh, dwarf. And they're basically um, just getting up to no good and fighting monsters uh, for money and fame. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I just I just remember I haven't read it for a while, but I I do have fond memories of having a lot of fun reading those books. And it does look like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think it's something that I had seen before, um, but uh, yeah, no, um, it, it looks like a lot of fun and just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely, it definitely is. Definitely check that one out. That one's by Jim Zub. Um, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Now, changing gears, um, the, the apes get a bit serious. Now, <laughs> what's the saddest comic that you've read? Um, so, uh, Monstrous, I think, has maybe most recently been like the sort of saddest comic for me. It's not all sad, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's a comic about, so you've got this young uh, woman who she's 
uh, sort of half demon. And um, but she ends up befriending this little fox girl called Kipper. And then there's this cat who has two tails, uh, Master Ren. So it's this fantasy cyberpunk type um, comic and um, uh, and supernatural. Uh, but basically, there's a point in it where the cat is maybe going to portray the little fox girl and she is so pure and innocent. And the moment that he's going to betray her is just heart-wrenching. <laughs> and that was very upsetting for me. Um, but yeah, there's uh, amazing characters in Monstrous. It's a really good um, really good story by Marjorie Liu. Um, yeah, and... I think I've been following them for a bit now and so you get to know them and when something horrible happens to one of them it's it's very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know, the the trail is is one of the worst kinds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, particularly like when you're you are invested in characters. Mm. Like, how could you do that? And you know, what were you thinking when you Exactly, were doing yeah. I think that's my thing as well. When the characters are so good, you just um, you get really attached to them. So you don't want anything bad to happen to them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. That's fantastic. Uh, now, um, again, uh, moving in a serious direction, <laughs> uh, the the apes ask, "What's the scariest comic that you've read?" So um, I was thinking of like scary and. <laughs> And what was horrifying for me, and for me it was um, The Walking Dead. Um, I never finished that series <laughs> because mm-hmm. of one uh, issue where, I, d- I mean, I don't know if I should spoil it. I know it's well, quite... Spoiler alert. Spoiler oh, alert. So, yeah. I don't want to uh, know anything that happened in The Walking Dead. Skip <laughs> forward about three or four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um so Glenn, who's a pretty beloved character, and he's just brutally, brutally murdered, and it's horrible. And I I it put me in tears. It really did. And I had to close the book and put it away and I thought I need a break. And that break has lasted forever because I never went back to Walking Dead and I never finished I never finished that series. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I was like, You've done it now. I'm sorry, Robert Kirkman, but you've gone and killed Glenn and I can't go oh, ahead yeah. with this. <laughs> yeah, no. Um I mean it's obviously it's <clears throat> one of the probably one of the most dramatic moments. In, yeah. in recent comic book history, certainly. And it was, obviously, at the time, it was a massive game changer. Yeah. Such a main character in such a brutal way. Yeah. And, and obviously, Charlie Adlard <coughs> did an incredible job of depicting. Oh, death. yeah. <laughs> Rather gruesome. Um, but uh, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrifying as well, just, like, looking at it, because you can almost, like, yeah. feel it. Yeah, that's the thing. I think, um, yeah, those books are so good at building up that sort of tension intensity and then just, like, absolutely shocking you with brutality. Um, Because, I mean, that's basically what The Walking Dead is about, isn't it? It's about 
it's about humans being the terrible people in a world that's fallen apart <laughs> because yeah. of a zombie apocalypse um and it's actually the humans that are, are terrible um go figure <laughs> no definitely yeah. um, i mean it, it does it does get even better and now that obviously it's completed oh yeah yeah i i should yeah i should go back to that at some point um it's been a while now. I should I should just move on now and go back to it. <laughs> well, I mean, you can get the compendiums um, secondhand, um, yeah, relatively cheaply, and then mm. you've got, you got a whack of like forty eight issues right there. It's um, it's great to have that all in all in one. Um, yeah, that is good. Yeah, yeah, it is. You can literally binge read the time entire <laughs> Um, but uh, no, yeah. Um, let me know when you do. You do get get back into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. It's yeah something that I should definitely um, yeah. get back to. Worth <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, now, um, moving on to my favourite question, um, and I'm surprised that the superintendent came up with this, but he did anyway. Uh, but what's your favourite cover? My favourite cover. So. Um, this was difficult as well because I mean there's just an incredible amount of brilliant cover art out there um and uh but I uh, remembered I actually own a copy of Fatal that has a Darwin Cook variant um cover um and it's just so good it's just so lovely you've got like the Fatal like the main character, um, Joe, and she sort of comes out behind some curtains and you just see, like, the arm of a, a dead uh, a body and um, it's so good. <laughs> it's so dark and it's also Darwin Cook, who's a brilliant artist or was a brilliant artist. And, um, yeah, and um, and that's one that I own and I love that. I love that cover. Um and yeah, um, but I I really enjoy a lot of covers from Stephanie Buscema. Um She did a really good run of variant covers on Red Sonia and even Adventure Time. And she's also got that sort of uh, retro cartoon um, sort of glamorous style as well um, that I really love. Uh, Stephanie Buscema. Um, How am I spelling that last name? B U S C E M A. Just wanted to have a quick look. Yeah. Um, she's got a Sabrina got cover as well. A brilliant. A yeah, yeah. Yes, Sabrina, she did a really good Sabrina cover. <clears throat> that's great. <clears throat> no, yeah, that's. That's fantastic. You know, it's a, it's a great take on Red Sonja. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just love her her style. That sort of cartoon style that's just so different. Um, so yeah, she she's done great runs of like variant covers. Um, we are going back to uh, Darling Cook's cover there. Yeah, um, it's, it's it is. It's really really interesting. Of course, yeah, it's kind of it's very. Um, uh, evocative 
in the you know obviously there's a dead body on the curtains yeah and, and it's high, simple high, <laughs> yeah it is it is totally simple but um at the same time um it, it's incredible how just some small brush strokes in some white can kind of evoke that it's a curtain yeah like it just it, it blows my mind <laughs> uh, artists like yourself are able to just put lines on near black colours, because um, he's done that on the dress as well. I mean, there's a little bit of um, change of colour on the edge there, but mostly it's just kind of like flat red. Yeah. Certain brushstrokes kind of obviously creates the illusion of voluptuousness and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah, definitely one of my favourites. Um, yeah. No, really good, fantastic, um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's so fascinating um, seeing people's choices of covers because I don't think that you've ever had somebody choose the same cover. I mean, there's so many, isn't there, oh, though, to choose yeah, from? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, and it was hard. I've I've got I went through quite a few people as well. Becky Cloonan as well, one of my favourite artists. Mm -hmm. um, I actually felt almost bad. <laughs> <laughs> not mentioning her but um she's done some amazing covers as well um but so yeah there's there's a lot of people a lot of people um Duncan Fagredo as well he does a lot of really good um covers I could go on for a while so <laughs> 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 uh, good uh, now uh moving on to another one of my favorite questions and this is quite deep uh, deep thinking here by the apes but what's the uh, most meaningful <laughs> comment for you? Um, so for me it was Wired Up Wrong by Rachel Smith um, so this is like a small um, uh, sort of uh, bio comic that she had uh, written and illustrated and it's just so honest and um and it, it's just so relatable, really, um, that, like, when as you're reading it, you sort of realise, like, oh, God, yeah, like, I've had those feelings many times. And, um, yeah, it's it, it was it's a really good book to go through. And sometimes, like, I mean, she talks about things that I hadn't really thought about, but you're like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah I guess I've I've gone through that those similar feelings as well and um yeah I just think it's really important having that book out there um because it is just so honest um and really like raw as well um but she does it in such a way that's um also funny and quite light at the same time um so yeah, it's, it's it's a really good, really good um, little book um, that, yeah, I really appreciated. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's incredibly great to kind of put your, your own personal emotions out yeah. like that. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I don't know the, the number of people that wrote have actually helped by being honest about her feelings and emotions yeah realize that they're not alone in, in, in those thoughts 
yeah I think um yeah so many people uh relating to those those thoughts and feelings um yeah I bet she was sort of bombarded by that <laughs> um yeah. somewhat yeah and it should, it should probably be on uh, everybody's uh reading list throughout the country yeah really to particularly during this time um, yeah to help out with kind of yeah, I mean, I know she's been doing um, sort of mini comics throughout this year. Um, I think it's sort of quarantine comics that she's been doing, and I've been following those on Twitter, and um, they're really good. <laughs> they're really, really good. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, um, it's just it's always something good to kind of fall back on to, to try and uh, help you understand your own thoughts and, and change. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Uh, now, uh, moving on uh, to our next question. Um, what's the most underrated comic that you've um, <laughs> This is also really difficult. Because um, I guess, for me, I'm always wondering if the books I'm reading are underrated or not. And I read a lot of indie comics as well. Um, but I wanted to mention Hack Slash because... I feel like not a lot of people talk about Hackslash. Um, having said that, Tim Seeley's a pretty well-known comics writer and he's, um, I believe they've done a Kickstarter for Hackslash recently that's yeah. been really successful. Um, so I can't say how underrated it is, to be honest. Um, mm. I just don't see enough people talk about it and it was probably one of the first uh, comics that my partner Asa got me into and we both being sort of fans of horror and he introduced me to Hack Slash and it's just so fun and it's all sort of slasher horror and um, a lot a lot of good fun in that book but I guess it's also a genre that not a lot of people um, really get behind as well so um, yeah I thought I'd, I have to mention that because it's one of my favourites comics um and um yeah because i i love horror and i love that sort of that silly slasher horror from like the 80s and 70s Wicked. and just for the for the folks at home there what's what's kind of like the, the basic premise uh so uh hack slash it's a young woman called cassie hack and she's basically, she's kind of her own slasher, apart from she's killing all the slashers. So she's killing all these, like, monstrous people, um, uh, sort of vengeful. In fact, her own mum is a slasher in a way. Um, and so <laughs> there's that whole backstory going on. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. That's like It's almost like a, a, a Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah almost in a way but she, yeah she's not shy about it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. She's not hiding in, like, yeah <laughs> and we're just trying to hide it it's uh yeah it's uh it's evident that she's yeah uh, but no yeah that's that's fantastic and as you say it's it's not everybody's cup of tea in a horror comics but, no that's but true perhaps, but perhaps at the same time that that's potentially one that could get people into horror. Yeah, I think I think it could actually because it, it, I think it can show like the potential that those sort of horror films have mm -hmm. in terms of 
how how fun they they are to watch and um yeah um i think i think that's just one of my things is just if things can be brutal but done in a fun way i can get behind it (laughs) it's all about the delivery yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) fantastic Uh, now uh, we move on to the most difficult question and that is for you what is the best comic of all time okay so for me um it's tank girl um and again it's going back to that um it's just so crazy and fun (laughs) um tank girl is this this young woman who's just she's against sort of the hierarchy and she's sticking it to the man like every day (laughs) and um yeah and she doesn't care about you know uh sort of authority um and she rides around in a tank um (laughs) which is why she's called tank girl um but yeah i it's again it's just a lot of stupid silly fun um she goes out with a kangaroo (laughs) um so yeah um it can't get kind of any sillier really um yeah it's just I love to get a comic that I know I I, I'm gonna have fun with so Tank Girl's always something that if there's something new that's with Tank Girl something I haven't read I know that I can pick it up and I'll read it and I'm I'm surely going to have fun with it um even if it's not Jamie Hewlett doing the art because his art is brilliant um but um I just think Tank Girl as a character is is pretty iconic and uh just really fun Absolutely, and that's a, that's a great reason to make it the best comic of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, if you could only take one comic into the apocalypse, though, which would yep. it be? So this, um, I managed to bring Becky Cloonan back into this because, uh, for me, it was By Chance or Providence um, by Becky Cloonan. She wrote and illustrated, um, I think, a sort of trilogy of... Um, sort of fantasy romantic stories um and then put them together in chancel providence and um yeah they're just really sort of lustful uh beautiful stories and they're they're dark and they're romantic and i think that's just the sort of thing i want to take with me (laughs) that i want to (laughs) keep um during an apocalypse for sure and i can look at uh becky clunan's art all day every day so yeah. yeah, I can definitely see perhaps some some influence in um, in your art from. from <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a big influence. I'd say, um, yeah, for sure, um, definitely one of my favorites. So it shines through, so um, it's uh, it's it's kind of good to, good, good to hear that. I was my instincts are right. <laughs> mm. Excellent. Now, uh, alongside uh, your um, full volumes of By Chance or Providence, um, what weapon tool are you used for writing? Would you like to take with you as well? <laughs> um, well, I guess, seeing as I'm taking sort of like the diplomatic <laughs> um, <laughs> approach, uh, I guess it would just have to be uh, some tea bags. <laughs> take some Yorkshire, Yorkshire tea. Yeah, it's got to be Yorkshire. Yeah. Um, 
my favourite tea, definitely. I think that's going to win the apes over, really. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I've got, I've got all confidence in you. <laughs> to bring them around to your way of thinking, or at least just uh, save you from uh, ending up in the, uh, in the cages. Yeah, just we're just getting you know reading comics and um, helping the comic industry. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, Sammy Ward, thank you so much for sharing your comics with your apocalypse. It's been thank an absolute you. pleasure. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries. And uh, for the listeners, one more time, where can they find you online? Uh, sure. So, um, Sammy Ward draws on Twitter and Instagram, and my website is also sammywarddraws.com. Perfect. And of course, those links are in the show notes, folks. So go check out Sam's work. Um, check out her Etsy store as well. You've got lots of things on there as well. Yes, I yes, I do have my Etsy store. Again, that's under Sammy Ward Draws, so you should be able to find that quite easily. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully when uh, Comic Cons perhaps get up and running again, yeah, hopefully. Then uh, yeah, it'd be, be great to touch base in person along alongside Asa. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Oh, hope so. Let's fingers crossed yeah. we get to go to are a. You, are you attending um, any virtual? Um, so I've been doing the um, Lakes International Arts Festival. Um, that they've just sort of done continued to do that this month. Um, mm. I not part of thought bubble unfortunately um however I, I have looked and watched quite a few things that they're doing um how about you are you doing that as well this year uh, I, I wish I, I was able to um <laughs> at the time unfortunately yeah um like with, a, with a three-year-old um chasing her here there and everywhere it's, <laughs> it, it can be difficult um, yeah and, can imagine uh, yeah unless you kind of, uh, you're able to kind of go away somewhere to actually kind of be somewhere else. Yeah. And then, uh, otherwise, if you're in the house, then it's not always possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But, um, no, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to hopefully plan some things that I can actually do, do virtually comic wise. Um, that'd be great. But, um, yeah. I'm, I'm just hoping that by the end, toward the end of next year, that yeah, we'll be we'll be back on track in terms of comic stuff. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely hoping for the best. Yes. <laughs> well, Sammy Ward, thanks again uh, for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And Thank as you. always, I'll uh, I'll catch you on Twitter. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks, Sammy. Take care. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Thanks again to Sammy for being on Comics with the Apocalypse. It was an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review for us on iTunes or whichever podcast service you use, as not only will it let me know that you liked it, but believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. If you'd like to check out Sammy's work or follow her on social media, those links are in the show notes, along with all our own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to visit Comic Scene's website at comicscene.org for comic news, the comic club, and other fun sequential art stuff. And finally, as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the next week, I'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.